Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 211. Today we are beginning a new book, the book of Ezekiel, written by the prophet Ezekiel, who is prophesying, speaking God's words on God's behalf, uh, in the last time just before the exile and during part of the exile of the people of Israel. And so this follows up timeline-wise from Jeremiah and other prophets that were around that time. And Ezekiel is one of these books that has a number of visions. We'll see one of them today. We'll hear about it. And uh, it's a book that's filled with these visions and predictions by God. It's warnings again, but also notes of real uh, return from exile of God showing grace and mercy to his people, but the people being very stubborn and rebellious. And so today as we read Ezekiel 1, 2, and 3, we'll see the first few visions that Ezekiel receives from God, a vision of God's glory, and then we'll follow this with a reading from the Gospel of John. And in this Gospel, we'll also see God's glory on display. And so today our episode is called Visions of Glory. Ezekiel chapter 1. In the thirteenth year, on the fifth day of the fourth month, while I was among the exiles at the Kebar River, the heavens opened, and I saw a divine vision. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's exile, the Lord's message came to the priest Ezekiel, the son of Buzi, at the Kebar River in the land of the Babylonians. The hand of the Lord came on him there. Now as I watched, I noticed a windstorm coming from the north, an enormous cloud with lightning flashing, such that bright light rimmed it and came from it like glowing amber from the middle of a fire. In the fire were what looked like four living beings. In their appearance they had human form, but each had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, but the soles of their feet were like calves' feet. They gleamed like polished bronze. They had human hands under their wings on their four sides. As for the faces and wings of the four of them, their wings touched each other. They did not turn as they moved, but went straight ahead. Their faces had this appearance. Each each of the four had the face of a man with the face of a lion on the right and the face of an ox on the left and also the face of an eagle. Their wings were spread out above them. Each had two wings touching the wings of one of the other beings on either side and the two wings covering their bodies. Each moved straight ahead, wherever the spirit would go. They would go, without turning as they went. In the middle, the the living beings was something like burning coals of fire or like torches. It moved back and forth among the living beings. It was bright, and the lightning was flashing out of the fire. The living beings moved backward and forward as quickly as flashes of lightning. Then I looked, and I saw one wheel on the ground beside each of the four beings. The appearance of the wheels and their construction was like gleaming jasper, and all four wheels looked alike. Their structure was like a wheel within a wheel. When they moved, they would go in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. Their rims were high and awesome, and the rims of all four wheels were full of eyes all around. When the living beings moved, the wheels beside them moved. 
When the living beings rose up from the ground, the wheels rose up too. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise up beside them because the spirit of the living being was in the wheel. When the living beings moved, the wheels moved, and when they stopped moving, the wheels stopped. When they rose up from the ground, the wheels rose up from the ground, and when the wheels rose up beside them because the spirit of the living being was in the wheel. Over the heads of the living beings was something like a platform, glitteringly, glittering awesomely like ice stretched out over their heads. Under the platform, their wings were stretched out, each toward the other. Each of the beings also had two wings covering its body. When they moved, I heard the sound of their wings. It was like the sound of rushing waters, or the voice of the sovereign one, or the tumult of an army. When they stood still, they lowered their wings. Then there was a voice from above the platform over their heads when they stood still. Above the platform over their heads was something like a sapphire-shaped like throne. High above, on the throne, was the form that appeared to be a man. I saw an amber glow like a fire enclosed all around his waist up. From his waist down, I saw something that looked like fire. There was a brilliant light around it, like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds after the rain. This was the appearance of the surrounding brilliant light. It looked like the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I threw myself face down and I heard a voice speaking. He said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak with you. As he spoke to me, a wind came into me and stood me on my feet and I heard the one speaking to me. He said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the house of Israel, to rebellious nations who have rebelled against me. Both they and their fathers have revolted against me to this very day. The people to whom I am sending you are obstinate and hard-hearted, and you must say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. As for them, whether they listen or not, for they are a rebellious house, they will know that a prophet has been among them. But you, son of man, do not fear them, and do not fear their words, even though briars and thorns surround you, and you live among scorpions. Do not fear their words, and do not be terrified of the looks they give you, for they are a rebellious house." You must speak my words to them, whether they listen or not, for they are rebellious. As for you, son of man, listen to what I am saying to you. Do not rebel like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I am giving you. Then I looked and realized a hand was stretched out to me, and in it was a scroll. He unrolled it before me, and it had writing on the front and back. Written on it were laments, mourning, and woe. He said to me, Son of man, Eat what you see in front of you, eat this scroll, and then go and speak to the house of Israel. I opened my mouth and he fed me the scroll. He said to me, Son of man, feed your stomach and fill your belly with this scroll I am giving you. So I ate it, and it was sweet like honey in my mouth. He said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not being sent to a people of unintelligible speech and difficult language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many peoples of unintelligible speech and difficult language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, if I had sent you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel is unwilling to listen, because they are not willing to listen to me. For the whole house of Israel is hard-headed and hard-hearted. I have made your face adamant to match their faces, and your forehead hard to match their foreheads. I have made your forehead harder than flint, like a diamond. Do not fear them or be terrified of the looks they give you, for they are a rebellious house. 
And he said to me, Son of man, take all my words that I speak to you to heart and listen carefully. Go to the exiles, to your fellow countrymen, and speak to them. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, whether they pay attention or not. Then a wind lifted me up, and I heard a great rumbling sound behind me as the glory of the Lord rose from its its place. And the sound of the living beings' wings brushing against each other and the sound of the wheels alongside them, a great rumbling sound. A wind lifted me up and carried me away. I went bitterly, my spirit full of fury, and the hand of the Lord rested powerfully on me. I came to the exiles at Tel Abib who lived by the Kabar River. I sat dumbfounded among them there where they were living for seven days. At the end of the seven days, the Lord's message came to me, saying, Son of man, I have appointed you a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you must give them a warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you will certainly die, and you do not warn him, you do not speak out of to warn the wicked man to turn from his lifestyle so that he may live, that wicked person will die for his iniquity, but I will hold you accountable for his death. But as for you, if you warn the wicked and he does turn does not turn from his wicked deed and from his wicked lifestyle, he will die for his iniquity, but you will have saved your own life. When a righteous person turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I set an obstacle before him, he will die. If you have not warned him, he will die for his sin. The righteous deeds he performed will not be considered, but I will hold you accountable for his death. However, if you warn the righteous person not to sin and he does not sin, he will certainly live because he was warned and you will be and you will have saved your own life. And the hand of the Lord rested on me there and he said to me, get up, go out of the valley and I will speak with you there. So I got up and went out to the valley and the glory of the Lord was standing there just like the glory I'd seen by the Kabar river and I threw myself face down. Then a wind came into me and stood me on my feet The Lord spoke to me and said, Go shut yourself in your house. As for you, son of man, they will put ropes on you and tie you up with them, so you cannot go out among them. I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, so that you will be silent and unable to reprove them, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will loosen your tongue, and you must say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Those who listen will listen. But the indifferent will refuse, for they are a rebellious house. And that's where we'll leave it for this episode. We'll pick it up from uh, here next time on uh, Ezekiel chapter 4. But notice this incredible vision of the Lord and of his glory, calling Ezekiel to be the person who will speak God's words on his behalf and to do so whether the people listen to him or not. And now we'll turn to John chapter 1 which begins with an instruction by John about who Jesus is and what he is like and how he describes Jesus as the glory of God being shown and being sent into the flesh as the God-man. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was fully God. The Word was with God in the beginning. All things were created by him, And apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. And the light shines on in the darkness, but the darkness has not mastered it. A man came came sent from God, whose name was John. 
he came as a witness to testify about the light so that everyone might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created by him, but the world did not recognize him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not receive him. But to all who have received him, those who believe in his name, he has given the right to become God's children. Children not born by human parents or by human desire or a husband's decision, but by God. Now the word became flesh and took up residence among us. We saw his glory, the glory of the one and only, full of grace and truth, who came from the Father. John testified about him and shouted out, This is the one about whom I said, He who comes after me is greater than I am, because he existed before me. For we have all received from his fullness one gracious gift after another. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came about through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only one, himself God, who is in closest fellowship with the Father, has made God known. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, Then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Tell us so that we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one shouting in the wilderness, Make straight the way for the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. So they asked John, Why then are you baptizing if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not recognize, who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the strap of his sandal. These things happened in Bethany across the Jordan River where John was baptizing. On the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one about whom I said, After me comes a man who is greater than I am because he existed before me. I did not recognize him, but I came baptizing with water so that he could be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Spirit descending like a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. And I did not recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining, this is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this man is the chosen one of God. Again the next day, John was standing there with two of his disciples. Gazing at Jesus as he walked by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Jesus turned around and saw them following and said to them, What do you want? They said to him, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? Jesus answered, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. Now it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two disciples who heard what John said and followed Jesus. He first found his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. 
Andrew brought Simon to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. On the next day, Jesus wanted to set out for Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and the prophets also wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael replied, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip replied, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and exclaimed, Look, a true Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, How do you know me? Jesus replied, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said to him, Because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. He continued, I tell you, I tell you all, a solemn truth, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So here we have an introduction by John to Jesus. John is the other disciple that's mentioned here that belonged to John the Baptist before. And the gospel writer John and Andrew were the first two disciples to start following Jesus. And they begin to invite others, and Jesus does too. And throughout this, Jesus is beginning to make himself known. And as John the writer here says that Jesus is the glory of God who came in the flesh and who shows the wonder of who God is. And so in many ways, this theme of glory that we saw in Ezekiel, this theme now we see in John reminds us that God is a glorious God and Jesus has come to reveal God's glory to us so that we too can become people as we trust in Jesus who not only see the glory of God, but rather than fall apart in the midst of that glory, can come into God's glorious presence, all because of Jesus, who makes a new way, a new life, that we can experience the glory of God and be filled with great awe, wonder, and joy. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're-